Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. Hey, Mark Treichel here, your host of With Flying Colors. I am flying solo today on a time-sensitive topic and one that I'm hearing a lot of chatter about from many different directions. And it relates to NCUA's uh, net economic value examination steps. I did a previous podcast on this with one of my team members, Todd Miller. I suspect there may be a third coming soon on this topic, but I couldn't wait any longer before recording this one and letting you know what I've been hearing out there from friends, from NCUA, from clients, from leagues, and from vendor vendors at league uh, events that I've been at. A few weeks ago, I received a text from a friend in credit union land a close friend in credit union land who asked me, how is NCUA or the state supervisory authority going to handle the net economic value supervisory test? Rates are up between 150 and 300 basis points at the time of this text over the last six months. And under the test, you have to shock your balance sheet 300 basis points. And they, this person observed that most credit unions are moving into the moderate from moderate, excuse me, from the moderate category to high or from high to extreme. And they were actually aware of some of their peers that had gone from moderate all the way to extreme. And I had a discussion with that friend. I've had some discussions with some clients who are dealing with the exact same thing. And at the Credit Union Association, the New York Credit Union Association League annual meeting, I chatted with some vendors that also were raising this issue because some of their clients are raising this issue. I've also heard that some ALM providers have been making NCUA aware of the challenges in this arena that credit unions are facing or are about to face. That I believe that chatter, either coming from one of the major trade associations or coming from some of the, the main ven vendors, led NCO board chairman Todd Harper to make a statement at the end of the May board meeting relative to this topic. Specifically, Chairman Harper said relative to interest rate risk preparation and rate shock and net economic value, that NCOA is aware of industry concerns about how examiners will supervise for market risk given rising interest rates. Interest rate risk has long been a supervisory priority for the NCUA. We know that credit unions have planned accordingly for changes in interest rates over the years, even more so since the last update in the NCOA supervisory procedures in 2017. Editorial comment, those NCOA supervisory procedures are, in fact, the net economic value uh, stress testing that I'm chatting with you about here today. Harper goes on to say that NCUA, as a result, is now developing guidance for examiners on how to work with credit unions whose sensitivity to market risk and other risks has increased due to the ongoing uptick in interest rates and related economic uncertainty. 
we will continue to treat all credit unions equitably during the examination process in months ahead. So that's great news that Chairman Harper took the time to make sure this statement got out there. In some conversations that I've had, I'm aware that this guidance, obviously it hasn't been issued yet, but the guidance is in process. And what happens when guidance comes out like this, it gets drafted by the Office of Examination of Insurance. They may have help from the regions in that regard. The the draft guidance goes through different vetting processes. There are different committees that it can that have to look at it. And ultimately, the regional directors generally get an opportunity to review it as, as well. So while Todd issued this statement in May, now we're at the end of June, exams are going on. I know one of the goals of this, and Todd referenced it, is for credit unions to be treated equitably in order for there to be equitable treatment. They need some further guidance. So my guess is this guidance will come out sometime in July, and hopefully it gives credit unions some better guidance on how to submit plans if they're in the extreme category. So let's go into that a little bit. So, well, first, so how could this guidance come out? It could come out as part of the examiner's guide, which is not likely. That's a longer runway. It could come out as the part of the National Supervision Policy Manual. Again, that's a longer runway involving more committees at NCUA. It could come out as a risk alert. It could come out as a supervisory letter, or it could come out in a letter to credit union. Or lastly, the way that I'm predicting it will come out is a letter to credit unions that attaches a supervisory letter, which is guidance to examiners. Now that supervisory letter, an example of a situation that was handled that way would have been how NCUA gave guidance on the taxi medallion lending and how to review that to examiners. So I'm predicting that that is how NCUA may choose to deal with it. If I was still there, that would be the path that I would likely be pushing this. Doesn't mean that's how it's gonna come out. Hopefully it comes out soon. Hopefully it provides some, some good guardrails on what to do if you find yourself moving into the high category or if you find yourself moving into the extreme category. As a reminder, credit unions under $50 million in assets don't have to worry about this as much, and they are tied to the estimated net economic value tool, and they are not required to do the workbook, if you will. Credit unions between 50 and $500 million in assets, this is where they can start to get stuck in the ramifications of the guidance that came out several years back. If you are in the 50 to $100 million category and your test is coming out as high or extreme, you're going to get shifted from having 15 examination steps done to having 25 review steps done as part of your examination. And those of you over 500 million in assets, regardless of where the test comes out, there are 35 review steps that NCUA has to take as it relates to your, your rating. Again, Shifting to high, you have more steps in certain asset categories. Shifting to extreme, you have a whole other arena of things that you need to deal with. So in that regard, the letter to credit unions that goes through the net economic value guidance talks about the fact that if you are in the high category, you are going to get a document of resolution. So a document resolution is part of your examination, obviously, and that document of resolution is going to have you develop a plan that includes a strategy 
to reduce your interest rate risk position to a less than extreme level based on results of the net economic value supervisory test within a reasonable time. So if you find yourself in an extreme category, you will get a document resolution based on the current guidance. And that document resolution is going to require you to develop a plan within a reasonable period of time. Now, will that document of resolution use the words within a reasonable period of time? Will that document of resolution say you must do it within X number of months or within a year or by the end of the year? That's where the nuances of different examiners approaching this differently can lack of equitability across credit unions. And the goal for NCUA is to have everybody treated similar based on the same set of facts. Obviously, what's driving your NEV is different than any other credit union. Similar to peer comparisons, you don't want to get overly compared to peer, but it's your calculations that drive whether or not you're at extreme. And individually, the, that body of work relative to your financial statement, coupled with how the examiner chooses to treat it, is going to determine what kind of restrictions you may have in the document resolution language. So if you find yourself into the extreme category, there's going to be a document resolution. As I stated, the key there is going to be getting language that is pliable and flexible enough for you to take the appropriate actions without unnecessarily damaging your credit union based on this net economic value calculation. As a reminder, NCUA's guidance says that you should not use their stress testing test, the NAEV, as the test that you have in place for your credit union. You need to have your own income simulation models. You need to have your own stress testing. The sad reality of this test is that while it standardizes the test, it's a bit of a rough justice calculation because it only stresses your asset side of the balance sheet, and it doesn't give you the appropriate credit for your core deposits. And so you're shocking the balance sheet on one side and then ignoring what the credit union has come up with relative to core deposits on the other side. It also doesn't give you credit for the fact of where you're at peer-wise or organizationally on your operating expense ratio and where you're at relative to your income ability to generate. So it's it strictly shocks those assets and creates a rough justice calculation that puts you into medium, high, or extreme. With rates having gone up, with rates likely going up further, credit unions are going to more and more be impacted by this. As I mentioned, I'm hearing it quite a bit from every direction. I believe NCUA is hearing it quite a bit from every direction. And I'm hopeful that guidance will be out soon that will help credit unions that find themselves in the extreme category, needing to put together a plan with guidance that will help them do that. In addition to that, I have a member on my team, Todd Miller, who was a capital market specialist, who was a director of special action supervising capital market specialists, who knows quite a bit about where NCUA is at relative to the current guidance. And when the new guidance comes out, I believe Todd will have some definite opinions on good ways to put plans together. When that guidance come out, comes out, I will interview Todd here again on my podcast. But in the interim, if you find yourself moving too high or extreme and need some assistance on that plan that you might have to develop or the strategies that you might want to put in place to avoid even coming to extreme, reach out to us here and we can provide guidance. 
in that regard. Lastly, again, stay tuned for more information on this. I'm going, I'm recording this podcast on June 27th. It's going to be published on June 28th, and we will update this topic once NCUA comes out with more guidance. Hopefully, it comes out as a supervisory letter to examiners that you can dive into, digest. We will do the same thing here and provide you some feedback on how to best deal with this issue if you find this a challenge at your credit union. All right, I want to thank you for listening and I hope to hope you'll join us here again next time on With Flying Colors. Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktreichel.com. 